This is Bulls in the Ring. That's why I said the studio. You fucking nincompoop. <laughs> I'm outside. We are completely dry in here. Yeah, it's not not where I am. I, I chose to sit outside, and it is pouring out. Thank God for my umbrella. This thing blows away. Um, me and the computer are kaput. Well, the funny thing is, I was just out. I had taken the dog out to go uh, bathroom for the night, and I got soaked. And the water is just sitting on the ground, so it is a uh, it is definitely coming down. I didn't think it was going to be this uh, this much rain. Yeah, you know, me too. It pretty much washed. Good luck out. lighting that cigar. Yeah, oh, I did. I got it. I got it. Uh, it pretty oh, much okay. it pretty much washed out all my Memorial Day plans for this weekend, which was uh, one thing. So uh, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an inside house inside of the house kind of weekend for me. Well, I, uh, today would have been my normal day off, but I actually went into work and I have no, and I plan on working Sunday and Monday. So I pretty much never have a Memorial Day. So it doesn't much matter to me. I, I, I work. That sucks. But it is essentially the, uh, the kickoff of summer. It is. And it, it, I just find it amazing that it was like 80 last week. Yeah, I'm getting pelted. And then, you, yeah, it's funny watching you because you look like you're dodging bullets here. <laughs> I can't see myself. How can you see? It's like dark but, on my end. Yeah, it, all I see is just the illumination of your face. That's it. You're yeah. wearing dark clothes, I a look dark like a, hat. Uh, look like a Jawa from, <laughs> from Star Wars. Yes. I have my hood on. Uh, yeah, it... it yeah, it was like 80, I think it was pushing 90 at one point, and it, the weather kind of broke the other day, um, and here we are. Now it's like, I think it's like 49 degrees out right now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it's terrible out there. I was going to actually sit out and have a cigar, but then I thought about it, and I'm like, I'm not freezing my ass don't off. You have, don't you have um, an overhang? Oh, I have a huge overhang. I just, I refuse you to freeze. You pussy. Uh... I lost like a entire layer of uh, a wool coat 
So I, I get much colder much quicker now. That is one of the big problems. Yeah, so do I. I go off, I mean, yeah, but I'm out here smoking a cigar and making this work. You are a bigger man than I. That's damn right I am. This is going to be one interesting podcast. I don't know. I, I like being warm now. Yeah, great. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's been going on with you the last couple of weeks? I, I mean, what, what, what was your plan for Memorial Day? Uh, it was just a barbecue. It was just a barbecue somewhere. Nothing that, nothing that. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, you know, normal barbecue. Nothing extravagant. Um, that was really it. Because I think a lot of people saw the weather and they kind of just balked on plans. Like, it was supposed to be tonight. It was the, supposed to be the barbecue. And they moved it to Sunday. And now they moved it to Monday. So, potentially, okay. I still could do these plans. It's just... It depends what the weather will be like on Monday. So who the hell knows? Yeah, I think that there's supposed to be a little bit of a break coming up tomorrow night, meaning Saturday night. Yeah. So we we shall uh, we shall see. Well, I think it's going all the way into like next week, like end of next week kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's like complete rain forever. Yeah. And I think I talked about it last week, but. Uh, my, my lawnmower finally shit the bed, so now it's hand mowing. And it's going to be quite interesting with all of this rain to see how much uh, this grass grows because I could really be fucking myself by uh, having, like, a a jungle growing in the yard. Yeah, with all this rain, yeah, absolutely. It'll be up to no, your ankles it's gonna, at least. It's going to be quite fun for me to be out there trying to fucking hack my way through you it. you got to stay on top of it. I may have to get, like, a sickle or a goat. Well, that's why the one nice day we had next week, cut your lawn, and then cut your lawn again five days later. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what I'm hoping. Um, the other problem I have is that they, uh, at my job, they allowed two people to go on vacation at the same time. So there is a mass amount of open shifts, and I need the money right now, so I'm going to be working like a whore. Nice. For you, so yeah, yeah. I've I've actually had a really good year so far with overtime. So this is just gonna let the good times continue to roll. So we'll see we'll see how it's gonna end up. We, we uh, the wife and I just booked a trip to Cape Cod in July. That's uh, that's what we're doing this summer, along with you know Jersey Shore shit. Um, mm-hmm. you ever been to you ever been to the Cod? No, I. Well, I guess you could say it's that, right? Um, Rhode Island is part of it, right? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Cape Cod, in Massachusetts. But it, it like it, that region. Not mm. like they call it the Hamptons, but there's like a million towns. No, nah, I don't. I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> I okay, think, I don't. I don't. Yeah, think... I've been to Rhode Island. That's about. That's okay. about as. As north as I've gone up into that region, other than when we were in high school. Yeah, this is... Uh, For the infamous trip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is, uh, this is our third time going. First time with our daughter. So, uh, it's, it should be, uh, should be an interesting time. Holy shit, it's really fucking coming down. <laughs> I'm now, starting has to she think ever this been in the ocean? What was that? <laughs> has she ever been in the ocean? No, no, she's too young. She's too little. 
Um, okay. I don't know if like maybe you carried her out into the nah, ocean. We didn't go to the beach. We didn't. We the shore house that we have has like a little makeshift beach, but it's on the bay. But it's like there's okay. a dock, and then there's the bay, and there's a, the the bay where we are is like filthy, a lot of crabs and shit, and crab shit. So uh, no, she hasn't been in the bay. Um, but probably this summer, we'll kind of sneak her in, see how she does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the, now that I think about it, Rhode Island is the, the highest I've ever been, and um, our friend Jim is actually lives up there. It's the same town. JP? Yeah. Thus, uh, speaking of JP, he so was, that, he's, getting, he's getting married soon. Yes. And we're going to his, uh, his bachelor party in a couple weeks. Yes, that, that should be very exciting. Should be. Hopefully, it's not weather like right now, because that would really, really suck. I mean, we, me and you will be all right because they do have a front porch, mm-hmm. so we'll be able to have our cigars. Right. But it, other than that, that the, the uh, technology that is there is very limited. There's no internet. I believe that they may have a DVD player, it's, uh, they VHS. They definitely have a VHS. I don't know about DVD. I do know for a hard fact that they have a TV that has no HDMI. So yes. you cannot bring anything to plug into it unless it's the uh, audio, video, input, output thing. That's all they have. Okay. Oh, no, they do, they yes. do, they do have a DVD player. <laughs> yes, they do have a DVD they, they, player. Yes, they do. Now 100%. that I think about it, because of the prank. But so they do, yes. they do have a DVD player, a prank that no one fell for. <laughs> no, it was almost probably just seen to be accepted as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we we'll be going up there. Uh, I haven't really heard of too many plans for it yet, so I don't know really what's kind of going on. Well, I think we mentioned this, like, we're kind of out of the loop with this. This is not a guy's weekend, really. This is a, a bachelor party for JP, so it's a lot of his people. And all of his people are kind of making yes. the plans, and we're just kind of tagging along with this. I mean, we're invited, but, like, we're not really at the forefront of this trip. So, um... Now, now here's... Now, do you like being in this situation... And I don't want to use these two terms, but are you more of a leader or a follower when it comes to a party type situation? Follower to the day I die. I hate being. Do you remember when we got the cabin? Maybe not the cabin we got like upstate. Maybe it was like 2015 ish. No, 2014. The original cabin in the woods. Yeah, where we made the clams and stuff. I was the yes. one who put that together. I think I found the place. I, I booked it. I dealt with everybody. Um, I hated it. I hated doing all that stuff. Because if anything went wrong, I'm the guy to blame. I'll never forget the infamous... Uh, I don't know if you were there for this. Um, the King's Bachelor Party in Toronto. Were you there for that? No, I was not. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not, I will not mention names. Someone booked the hotel. He said, it's not too far from Toronto. We had to take a tram car, and it took 45 minutes to get into Toronto. 
we had to do that every time we went to Toronto. So, and he got a lot of shit for it. So I always think about that. Okay. So, uh, but luckily that that trip kind of went when I think I think we had a great weekend up in the cabin. There was a lot enough space. Like everyone had a really good time. Um, but I don't like doing. I don't like putting stuff together. Like you tell me what you need me to bring, and I'll I'll take care of all that. So I'm a, I'm more of a follower. You're kind of a okay. leader. I think you're the guy who you like putting shit together. Yeah, yeah. I like having control. I, I, I'm sure if my wife is listening, she will totally uh, disagree with this. But I don't think I'm a control freak. Mm. I just like shit moving smoothly. You like, um, you're not a control freak, but you are not afraid to, uh, shove the plans <laughs> to get done. You don't do a gentle push. Okay. Both hands, <laughs> and I don't know if you can see my hands, <laughs> I'm shoving. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shove. But, it's not a push, it's a shove. But, in your defense, sometimes... Plans like that need to be shoved because people sit on their hands. Yeah. And don't do anything. So sometimes I like that. I like I like someone who's aggressive, who aggressively wants to get the plans done. Yeah. Like if that, you That's my main thing. I <clears throat> No no go, go ahead, I was clearing my throat. No, I just I like especially when it comes to a like a bachelor party or something along those lines. I like to have activities for every day. I want to be able to say this is definitively what we're doing. Because especially when you get a large group of guys together, you can get it where, well, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And, and you get a lot of right. like cross-pollination and um, misinformation and things along those lines where even something like this, uh, when we went up for uh, Triple D's bachelor party – yeah. The there one was we talk not of to going talk to this uh, to this comedy show, and I didn't know any of the history of it. And I wish that we would have went because apparently, like, like you get big names there, like, like yeah, Chappelle, and yeah. you get like you get big names at this thing. But I'm one of those people that likes to pre-plan out like weeks ahead of time. Right. I want to be able to sit there and know exactly what's going on. <clears throat> And it even comes down to when it comes for me with, like, meals. Like, if I know I'm going to a restaurant, I like to pre-check the menu. So if I would have known that this was definitely it, and it was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment thing brought up by a few of the guys that were not in our group. They were in – they were part of the bachelor party, but they weren't our group of friends. They were the bachelor's other group of friends. Yes. And they were also on the other so side was, of Montreal. Yeah, we I were mean, on two different sides of the you city. You actually heard the, the, the show. Uh, it was that night. I think, like, we were all in the hotel kind of drinking. like our, And it was pouring like it is now, actually. It started raining. Yes. And it's like, oh, we're doing this. And we were like, just like, well, we're kind of, like, we're in. Like, I don't know. It, it. I'm with you. See, like, I hear this a lot from guys and girls where they'll be like, yeah, you know, like, so-and-so is my maid of honor. So-and-so is my bachelor. And he's not, or she's not really doing anything for the bachelor part or, you know, the, our bachelor, bachelorette party, um, with now you were my best man. So you put that together. I had no worries about you getting any plans done. 
and I believe I told you, I'm like, you, like, you just give me ideas, I'll say yes or no, and you, I th you did, a, I thought, I thought you did a good job, but. Yeah. What's I, wrong? I, <laughs> I will, I will obsessively research stuff as well. You did, um, and, and you found the, you found that ghost tour. Yep. Which I enjoyed. We did the football game, and I think the, and then the first two nights we kind of just like hung out and just like kind of did whatever, but <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, the same thing happened when we went to uh, Vegas. There was, I mean, I did a lot of. That's um, right. Yes, the first the, time. Well, no, first the, time the first, I did yeah, a lot of research on that, <laughs> and I probably get a little. And I, I will even admit this. Like even with this, uh, the guys' weekend. I like asking a million questions because I don't want anything. I don't want any like stone left unturned. Mm -hmm. I don't want there to be any surprises. And that could be even when it comes down to like, oh, we're going to the cabin in the woods. Did anyone bring tinfoil? It could be something as stupid as that, but not having that certain item can really kind of fuck up oh, yeah. a plan. <clears throat> I'll never forget the first time yeah. we were going. And <laughs> it was like every other day. You were asking questions, and I think JP got pissed. He's like, we got everything yeah. up there. Stop asking questions. <laughs> and it resulted into you pretty much going radio silent last time you went around. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and, and with that, I didn't realize that it would have been the, um, the setup was the way that it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, we didn't, yeah, because we didn't know. We had no idea what the fuck we were walking into. Because I know, like, my uncle's hunting camp, their kitchen is definitely not as big as this. From what I remember as a kid, it was very small. It it was like a, a regular kitchen setup, you know, like a regular refrigerator, a regular fucking oven. Right. It was just very basic, where this actually is like, it, if... It could be a restaurant-esque kitchen. I mean, it's very it's very long and narrow, but there's everything that you need in there for it to be a kitchen. Right. And, again, I'm just, I'm one of those people, especially, and I didn't realize either that there was a grocery store pretty much within five minutes of this place, yeah. where the cabin in the woods where we <laughs> stayed, I don't think there was really anything. It was more like kind of a gas station-esque place. Yeah, yeah. And, but even so, that was like a couple of miles down the... Like, it was a, it was like a 10-minute drive, kind of. But we didn't want to leave. We didn't want to yeah. have to leave. Yeah. And I think we did good. Like, I think we, we had breakfast shit. Like, we we made it out all right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm definitely one of those people that gets very worried about trips. You know, even when we go with the family, like... And it could be places I go all the time. Like there, when when we go to Florida, there's this one place in the. It might be on the border. It might still be in the the city that my in laws live in. But it it's a uh, it's a restaurant that's equivalent to like a Applebee's, a Hooters, one like that, like a, a wing joint, if you will. Mm -hmm. But even when I go there, I pretty much know what I'm getting every time. But I still stare at the menu for probably like an hour. Like the week before I go there, just to be like, yep, that's definitely what I'm getting. Yeah, and I that, do that. that's just kind of the. <clears throat> I do that too sometimes, but then 
when I get there, I, I second-guess myself. And I'm like, well, do I really want this? Is it, and I find something out. Sometimes I'll hear a special I'll like. But 90% of the time, I look and kind of... I'm like, all right, this, this a, I have a few options. As long as I see, like, two things I want, uh, I can always make the decision there. So, I get that. Yeah. I, I definitely can... I can see that. Hmm. Now, Tom, did you watch the Friends reunion? Yeah, as long as we have... Okay. <laughs> this, is the, this is the problem with uh, FaceTime. <laughs> yes. So, say what you're going to say. No, no, um, you go. No, finish, let, let's finish up the cabin thing. Keep, say what you're going to say. Oh, no, I was just, just going to say, because I could hear just the rain pounding down. I, just gonna, I was just going to say that... Uh, Hopefully we don't have weather like that. Yeah, I, I really hope not. I think the first year we went, it did. It was like drizzle rain. It wasn't rain like this, but it was drizzle rain. Yeah, so I but it kind of ended like relatively quick. Yeah, yeah, it did. My so, God, it's like it's really coming down. I mean, you you can hear it. It is coming down. Like, yeah, I apologize. We apologize. <laughs> My dumbass had to come out here and. Half a cigar. I just don't like being inside, Tom. You know, like I'm inside all day working in the house, which is ending very soon. A couple more weeks, I'm back. And then, uh. And that is confirmed? Confirmed, yeah. I go back part. I start. <clears throat> it's AB kind of. Like I go, uh. Week of the 14th, I'm there two days, home three. The week after that, I'm home two days, there for three. And that's all they've given us so far. So it's it's gonna, I say by mid July I'll be there full time at least. By that's the latest I think. Unless something else. Now, like, happens. are you gonna have to wear a mask and all that crap? Yeah, I asked. And they, if I'm if I'm sitting on my desk, no. But if I get up to go take a leak or something, I gotta wear a stupid mask. Which is I, absolutely ridiculous. I think so too. If, if it's okay for us to be back, it should be okay for us not to wear a mask. I mean, you're sitting there. What do you like? Do they think you're not going to breathe? Like, if you're sitting at your desk for six hours doing work, and then all of a sudden you get up to go to the bathroom, six hours that you are sitting there breathing in and out. If you have something, it's going to be in the air. Yeah. Like that's where it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> um. All right. So back to what I was. Did you watch the Friends reunion? No. Okay. Did you ever watch Friends? Uh, I used to watch it when my parents would have it on, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Friends reunion premiered on HBO Max this week. It was very highly anticipated. When they bought the rights for Friends, this is one of the big selling points. Like, we're going to have a Friends reunion. It was supposed to be last year, but because of COVID, they pushed it back a year. <clears throat> so it was like a two-hour thing. I watched it last night with my wife. And, uh, you know, it was pretty good. I, I I never knocked that show. I know, like, it's kind of taboo for a guy to like Friends. It's usually like a chick show. Uh, but I, I always enjoyed it, especially the earlier seasons. Um, so, after, you know, as we're watching it, my wife's like, this is, this is without a doubt, like, the greatest show of all time. And I was like, I, you know, I, I disagree. Uh, it's a good, it's a great show. Um, I would probably put it in my top 10 but I wouldn't put it in my top 5 <clears throat> so 
now before I continue, like, what would you consider to be the greatest like half hour sitcom of all time? In your opinion. Okay. Sitcom. So one that I could watch anytime and enjoy. Yes, but I'm talking to like start the finish I mean, great show like all around, like uh one that kind of stands the test of time and like just I don't want to say from start to beginning because every show has a bad season or two, but yeah, well, of all time. All right. It's weird because this sh- it's a sitcom, if you will. It's a situational comedy that's a half hour. But it really doesn't run off of a storyline. Yeah, it doesn't have to it's be. Just, as long as it's a sitcom. It's, you know, it's not like it's an evolving show. It's just, this is what it is. It's a half hour every week that this show just came on, and... I thought it was well written. It was hilarious still, even till today. And for it being as old as it is, and you know what it is probably from what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's the Honeymooners. I oh, it's not what the I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to oh, say no, no, what no. mine is. Now, I will say, but, but the Honeymooners only was on for like, I think like two or three seasons, right? 27 up. How how many episodes? Or no, my, my mistake. Thirty nine. It was thirty nine. Yeah, it episodes. wasn't. It's not it class like thirty nine. Which is. It had many incarnations, though. Yeah, because I think it was like the Jackie Gleason show or Jackie Gleason. It started era. as like a skit on the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah. Then it got its half hour actual sitcom run, and then I think like as he did specials as he got older, it was on there as well. But for just the sitcom itself, it was thirty nine episodes. Hmm. And I just, I, I, I love the show. I could watch it. it on New Year's Day, every time I watch it, and I, I love it. And I know what show you're probably thinking of that I would like. And see, again, it's, it's different because it may not make sense, but this is my favorite sitcom. But it's not my favorite show of all time. But my favorite show of all time is a sitcom. Okay, and I can ex- I can explain it on this end because essentially the honeymooners it ran off of kind of the same premise. It was you know harebrained schemes. It was um, you know him looking like a fool and you know pissing off the wife, and then eventually the wife he would show that he was wrong, and the wife would forgive him. And it was pretty much the same exact plot run with a different story each time and that's what I loved about it where the my favorite show of all time it had a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and I'll explain it more because it is I, I don't want to say we're doing a list show right now but I'll explain it when we get to it so you could say yours <clears throat> alright so after I was done watching that I, uh, I came outside to have a cigar and I put this show on, and I watched three episodes of it. And to me, it's and this is my this is my opinion, but I I got to go with Seinfeld. Uh, really? Yeah, I man, <laughs> even that final season, 
there are some there's some big like there's some big episodes in that final season that like really kind of just like to this day are still kind of quoted. Um, and the best part about what I love about Seinfeld is the show Jerry Seinfeld is the main character, but you wouldn't know that because the cast around him outshined him in every way. Mm-hmm. He really kind of was just like. I mean, if you think of, if you think about it, like Kramer, George, uh, they outshined him, and he was just kind of there. The oh yeah, sh- you know the show started about him, but as it progressed, I would say by like the third season, these these the other main characters kind of just took the forefront and had better storylines, and more so than that, they took secondary characters and made them huge. Oh, I, I, George's I was parents, just going to say that. The to soup me, Nazi. Uh, two of my favorite characters were Putty and um, Newman. And yeah, there you go. Who weren't on every episode. I like them better than I like them better than the other four. Better than George? George would probably out of the main characters. George was definitely my favorite. Oh, absolutely. Mine too. Which is but, funny. Like, the ones that left, especially with that show, that left the indelible marks were the Putty Devils uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, good one. I I, I I laughed my ass off at that one. That is a good and one. And then just just all of like Newman's just like nuances. <laughs> that's what that's what I, I liked about them. But then George was definitely that like neurotic thing about that. And then even George's dad, you even forget about him being in there. Yeah. But like, just like I said, like a character who's, who's like a kind of recurring character, but was so fleshed out. And I can't think of another show that did that. Like, I'm talking about like a recurring character, wasn't on every show, every episode, but was just so memorable. You... In all honesty, if you had to probably pick a show, I would maybe say The Simpsons. Okay, yeah, that, that yeah, that, that's that, a, that, that is a, that is a good one. <laughs> that would probably be the closest to have that type of thing. But that's also uh, a cartoon. But again, you, and it's very easy to with a cartoon to. If something isn't good, you could just write them out and there's no explanation. Yeah. You know, if you were really trying to push it or you just replace them with someone else and it's not like you need to get an actor. But, you know, with an actor, it's a lot of it is lightning in a bottle on how they're they're portrayed. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, do you think Putty would have been good if it wasn't that guy doing it? No. No, definitely not. You know, you need you need the Jefferson Darcy. I mean, Steve Rhodes was a great Steve Rhodes, but Steve, uh, what's his name, could not play Jefferson Darcy, and Ted McGinley couldn't play Steve Rhodes. No. No, definitely not. So it's got to be that right fit, too. Oh, you know, and it, it, it goes with The Simpsons, and this is, I was going to bring this up, and it fits perfectly. I watched the new Simpsons a couple weeks ago, because I just, uh, I just needed something like a quick watch, and I, I try and keep up with The Simpsons because I just been I've been watching it since the beginning, but I haven't watched a lot of it this season. So I'm watching it, 
And you remember the doctor, Dr. Hibbert? Yeah. African-American yeah. man. He comes in, and his voice is completely different. It's not that, oh, 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 like... Totally, totally different. I mean, it's really? it's a, it's almost like a bad impression of that. And what they, they... And this is because they took any... A lot of voice actors who were white or whatever, who were portraying a black character on a cartoon, stepped down and had other people take over the role. And this was one of them. And it was fucking awful. And I really? think I think Harry Shearer is the one who does Hibbert. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it, it was just bad. It was so bad. And it just kind of goes back to what you just said. Like you can't just throw anybody in there to and it'll work. Like it's especially after thirty years of doing one. Like now you're gonna throw someone else in there after all these years. It, It'd be different if the voice actor passed away, but he's still there. He's still working for The Simpsons. He's doing other voices, but just the—I mean, I think it's just stupid. It's like, well, oh, yeah. it's this high and mighty Hollywood liberal shit of just like, well, we're going to do the right thing. How is that the right? How is that the right thing? You—I mean, you're not doing like a jive turkey kind of doctor. You just have a special voice for him, like. Like, oh, and a deep voice, and and because you're a white guy and you're, and you're doing a black, a black guy's, like, it just, it's so fucking dumb. It doesn't fit. Like, and, I think it's stupid it's to do not, it now. And that's the thing, though. It's not stereotyping him in a negative light. No, not at all. He's a doctor. <laughs> but, but, and again, are they offended that they have a white actor, if you will, doing voices, a white voice actor, portraying a black guy that makes him sound good when everyone stereotypes him to sound, as you said, speak and jive. Like, is that the problem? It's just all that things. Everything about it. Right. You know, why, why are they, you know, they're mad at that, but why aren't they mad that Bart Simpson, who's a male, is being voiced by a female? Yeah, that, that, that too. I mean, you, really, you know, th- that's all right because what? It's female empowerment. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, but again, she's been doing the voice since the beginning, so it, it's okay. And I don't mind that much. But if you're going to keep her, like, yeah, like just if you're going to keep her around, why can't you keep everybody else? Who yeah. gives a shit who's behind the voice? It, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking voice. Yeah, I, I don't. Other than probably Harry Shear, I don't know what any of these other guys look like. Um. I know one of them is bald, right? Yeah, it's uh, Dan Castellana, uh, who does yeah, Homer and does a few people. But uh, what's his name? And then Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, yeah, yeah. But you only know you only know Harry Shearer from uh, Spinal Tap, and Hank Azaria from actually doing. Well, acting. I know Harry Shearer was also the DJ in uh, in uh, Wayne's World. Remember, uh, he was yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. What was it? it was like Sexy Dan or something like that. It was something like that, and they meet him and they're like. You're, I forget his name, I, 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 but it was like, you're sexy, Dan? Because <laughs> he's like this like scrawny guy with like frizzy hair. and Yeah. I forget his name, but yeah, I, I think about that every time I think of Harry Shearer. But, uh, so, I don't know, I, just, yeah. I, I, I don't know where I was going. Go ahead. I guess, well, I guess, uh, you know, to keep going on this and how this they're trying to be politically correct, um, another one of my 
favorite shows that is not politically correct is All in the Family. Yes. Another great I show. I absolutely love that show. I remember watching it as a kid. What's that? I said another great show. Oh, absolutely. And in this day and age, I would love, what I would love to do is I would like to take that show and play like a few of their like, you know, more, um, and again, you can't even say that they're edgy because at the time that was normal. Right now they're edgy shows, play that in Blazing Saddles in front of like a college, you know, class. Oh, they'd go apes. And just sit there <laughs> and videotape. I don't want to videotape the screen. I want to videotape the students' reactions and just see how they flip out. I would love to just do that once. Is All in the Family even on air anymore? It might be on like... Uh, like TV Land or something? You know, TV Land, yeah. So I don't even remember. I don't but even again, see it on. But that's the problem. Again, people are offended by this. This is... It was normal back then. You had, you had even black actors who were acting in this being, you know, and they were fine with it. Um, you know, the Jeffersons, I can't think of his name right now. This was all part of it. It, it, yes, it's offensive, but at that time it wasn't. And people can't realize that the past is the past. Yeah. And essentially Archie Bunker being a bigot and all this stuff, it just showed the difference between, you know, or how people evolve. Well, that's the... And he played the character... Yeah. And he played the character perfect. But that was the whole point of Archie Bunker, is, like, he wasn't... He was a bigot, but, like, it was showing you that, like... Uh, I'm trying to put this into words, like... How to, I'm trying to explain this, and I can't. Kind of like, uh... Like, you're not supposed to be a bigot. Like, that was the whole joke. Yeah. You know, that was the whole joke. Like, he's, this is his personality, but you're not supposed to be like that. And that's what, he had that foil in uh, Meathead, who was this liberal hippie. Yeah. Uh, and that's what kind of, ha that's what they needed that for. They needed that clash. Because I think Archie, Bo uh, Archie Bo I think Carol O'Connor was like a liberal. <laughs> Wasn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, you people can't separate the like, they can't accept the fact that this stuff is fiction. These are TV shows. These are cartoons. These are movies. And some stuff, yeah, some stuff doesn't age well. Um, I think I, you know, I brought up Ace Ventura a couple years ago, and I, every now and then I'll bring it up. But if you watch the broad, like the when it's on TV, they completely cut off. The whole Finkel Einhorn thing when Ace Ventura is like, he has the plunger on his mouth to throw up and he's scrubbing his mouth and all that crap because he kissed the he yeah. kissed Lieutenant Einhorn. Um, man, it's a, it's a fucking joke. It's a, it's a joke and if oh, you can't fucking laugh at that, like, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And you have people that just will, like, they, they, they will have a meltdown watching it. Yeah. They do. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, transgender, um, are you done with the greatest sitcom? Have you named every... 
I mean, I would just throw out in there, you know, obviously married with children. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. That's yeah, married with children would be in there. I will. Um, yeah, that's that's because I think the majority of the seasons you get like a you, there's more good episodes than there are bad ones. Yeah, I know the last two seasons are a little hard, uh, but that's you know that's neither here nor there. Like you got nine other seasons that are just terrific, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and then the other two I would have to just throw in there just to get if I had to make a list would be um, Gilligan's Island. I loved Gilligan's Island as a kid, and the Golden Girls. I completely agree with Golden Girls. I didn't know you watched the yes. Golden Girls. Oh, I love the Golden Girls. I also love the Golden Girls. That's definitely a show. If I see it on, I, I sit down and I'll watch it. I'll watch an episode or two. Oh yeah. That is a that is a great show. That's a show from start to finish. But, you had the same four people, and I and same uh, same four women, and no changes. That's the best kind of sitcom. Is that when everyone's the same from the first episode to the last episode? No changes. No kids coming in. You don't fuck with that formula, and that that to me is what makes a good show. I, I was gonna say How I Met Your Mother is a great show. Um, that last season's brutal, so to me, that, that really dampens it. And plus, the ending really just kind of sucked. Um, yeah. The Office is another one, but that's another, again, like, after Michael leaves, the show really goes downhill. So, there's a lot okay. of, there's some out there, but to me, it, Seinfeld, like, I could put that on, and I could laugh my ass off, and I did. I watched a few episodes last night, and I was dying out here, because I just, uh, I wanted to. I wanted like his friends better than Seinfeld, and I came out here and I watched it. And I was like, nah, it's it's still better than that. So, um, so I was going. All, I was about to bring up another subject. Uh, Elliot Page posted a shirtless selfie this week. Elliot Page used to be known as Ellen Page, who was a woman. Um, so technically, if you ever had a crush on Ellen Page, you can kind of see her topless now, sort of. Well, not much has changed, I mean. Well, I think a little's changed. <laughs> Again, I just don't get it. I, I just... I, I, <laughs> now, does it date boys or girls? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Does it have a ding-a-ling or still got a hatchet wound? Well, she has money, so I'm, uh, see, I don't know. Does does uh, what's his, what's her name have a ding-a-ling yet? Uh, Jenner, Caitlin, where? No, she would she would have cut off the ding-a-ling. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's easier. Yeah, so I, I would assume no. I, I don't think uh, I don't think Elliot has a ding-a-ling yet. What's the fucking point? The point is, a, that, be, yeah, I don't know, dude. Be a lesbian. Be a lesbian. But she was a man trapped in a body for so long. She started a movie where she was pregnant. I, she wasn't. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's, it's dumb. Like, ah, it doesn't so make sense I, to I me. I saw that and I'm like, come on, man. Like, you really just really want to push the fact that you're a guy now. No, you're not. You're a... You're a chick with guy stuff going on, but your chromosomes are still a girl. 
I, like, listen, I got no problem with this. You want to be gay, you want to do all this, but you just, like, just stop. Like, right, you identify as, you can identify as a boy. I, you can identify as a fucking tomato. I don't care what you identify as, but deep down that these people believe that they're now a boy. You're not. It, 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 you have, there, there's chromosomes, you know? Yeah. Granted, I could take a tree, cut down a tree, build a house. Yes. Is it a house? Yes. But deep down, it's a fucking tree. <laughs> I, I, I could take fucking squidding and, you know, say that it's a letter. No, it's it's fucking a defense mechanism for a fucking squid. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't, I, like, I, I don't get it. I... And the worst part is, like, think about this. If you sat there and said, you know, um, and again, I don't want to get too uh, offensive here because people, you know, there are religious people out there. But 2,000 years ago, there was a guy who was walking around going, I'm the son of Jesus, or I'm the son of, I'm son of God. You know, my name is Jesus, I'm the son of God. There were probably people that went, boy, this guy's fucking crazy. And what did they do? They nailed him to a fucking cross. Whether he was the son of God or he wasn't, depending on what your religion is and your beliefs, you have to take it for that. But right now, that's more obscure. And all the facts that are based on it and all the way that religion has become in the past 2,000 years, that's more strange than a girl going, I'm, I'm a boy now. Right. And people like, and, and this is the worst part. People have to believe it. Like, if you don't, you're you're a homophobe, xenophobe, phobophobe, phobophobe. And you could be like that. And you have to believe that. But then there could be another guy going, you know what? I, I'm here. I'm the grandson of Je- I'm the grandson of God. Jesus was my father. Somehow I I didn't come out till now. But you know, the immaculate con- the immaculate conception part do happen. And now I'm here, and I am. Jesus Christ Jr. Yeah. And people would look at him like a fucking nut job and put him in a crazy house. Right. Yeah, we have people cutting off their ding-dongs and we're going up, they're normal. Or fucking just wearing masks in public. Crazy <laughs> people out there. There's fucking crazy people out there. Yeah. I don't know. But again, I don't want to see uh, Ellen Page fucking it, Pennywise, whatever the fuck you want to call her, with a topless uh, picture. Yeah. They're like hairline beard and all that other, oh, God. Yeah, yep. Fucking weird. Uh, Alright, so let's uh, let's take a t- trip into the cemetery a little bit. Yes. Two deaths this week. I, the first, I guess, well, actually there's three. Three, okay. Well, the first one would be uh, Kevin Clark. Who Who is Kevin Clark? He played... What's that? Who is Kevin Clark? Kevin Clark is Freddie Spazzy McGee Jones. He was the drummer from um, School of Rock. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know if he did anything (laughs) other than that, because checking his... uh, Checking his, like, the filmology, 
there really wasn't much more that kind of came out with him. It just, uh, he chose not to pursue acting and he became, he actually became a professional drummer in Chicago. Really? Yes. And the weird thing is, though, he died after being hit by a car while cycling at one o'clock in the morning. Why was he cycling at one o'clock in the morning? (laughs) I have no clue. It just seems very weird that you would be out that early in the morning riding a bike. Well, it could be why you walk at 4 o'clock in the morning. Maybe he was, uh, that was the only time he could do it. <laughs> or run, or whatever the fuck you do these days. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, maybe that's why. Uh, was he wearing a safety vest? Because that could really come back to haunt you. <laughs> I have no clue. Why don't you know this? I did not see the autopsy photos. Or the death scene photos. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Has he done anything else besides School of Rock? No, no, no. He quit acting and he was just a uh, he was drummer in the local Chicago scene. So he was a one and done in Hollywood. One and done. Wow. Way to go out on top, I guess, huh? Yeah. That was an alright movie. That was the death of Jack Black's career. Mm. That was essentially his death. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he hasn't really done anything since then. But Jack is Black's he... career has been Airborne, Saving Silverman, School of Rock. I was going to say, he was already on the downside with School of Rock. Because after Saving Silverman, you can't go any higher. No, it went right down after that. You cannot go any higher than that. <laughs> A meteoric rise with Airborne, hit the top of Mount Everest with Saving Silverman, and then rolled down the fucking hill ever since. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, our other de- uh, second death was, um, excuse me, Samuel E. Wright. You probably don't know that name, but you probably know his voice. He played uh, Sebastian in the uh, Disney's Little Mermaid, and he did a uh, in Dinosaur as Kron the Iguanodon. Uh, that's honestly really it. I mean, he did some other stuff here and there, but he was mostly Sebastian in a lot of cartoons. Um, now, did he do all, all like, the, uh, like the Little Mermaid 2 and all that? <laughs> yes, he did. He did do Little Mermaid okay. 2. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got the giggles for some reason. Um, he he died. In his, that wouldn't go away. Yeah, he just listen. He found his he found his uh, golden goose, and he just rode that thing till it was done. He he really hasn't done anything. Um, in ter- like 2008, which was uh, Little Mermaid, Ariel's beginning as Sebastian. Um. <laughs> Other than that, he hasn't done anything past the 90s. Uh, he died in his sleep at age 74. They said it was it was due to prostate cancer. Um, a voice that will live in infamy. 
I'm sure you know you've been to Disney World. You love Disney World, and I'm sure you've heard oh, yeah. his voice there. Uh, very iconic boy. I think uh, I would go as far as say that he was the uh, the breakout character from The Little Mermaid because everyone knows Under the Sea, and he. Uh, I don't know if he sang that, but Sebastian, <laughs> Sebastian the Krabs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Sebastian the Krabs sang it, so I'm gonna assume he sang it too. You gonna make it there? I'm sorry. This is a fucked up show. The rain's fucking pouring down all over me. I, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. But yeah, so uh, rest in peace, Sebastian. I I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you in heaven. Under the sea. You, you, you have so many tears right now, you could fill an ocean, that's, Joe. That's right. That's right. All, God is crying because of uh, these passings. Now, what was the third one? There's actually two. Yeah, we just and named I, them. I thought you would pick up on this one, and you did not. And that would be John Davis. Not Jonathan Davis. Mm. John Davis. He is the real voice of Millie Vanilli. That's, I, I forgot about that. He is the one who we can blame this weather on, Joe. He, we can blame it on him. He sang, Girl, You Know It's True. And, uh, don't lose my... And blame it on the rain. Yes. Is that why you just said, don't blame it on the rain? Yes. Okay, I, I missed that. Um, yes, he, he is dead. I thought you would have had that. You, uh, I thought you were the one who shot that out on our group chat. No, that was uh, that was uh, our friend Justin. He's oh, okay. usually on top of those deaths. Uh, now has he really? I mean, I don't know what he else he's done besides Millie Vanilli. I mean, once you go up, I mean, you can only go down, right? So. Nope, he, uh, it looks like... He did sing Ghost Notes True. He hasn't done jack shit <laughs> since then. No. I mean, he probably he probably was so embarrassed he left the industry. Where would you fucking nah, get pretty this much guy? nothing. I'm, I'm looking him up, too. He really hasn't done anything. Girl, you know what's true was, no. was it. And I'm going to throw out the final one. This was this was the other one that we did not talk about that, and that was Charles Grodin. And who is Charles Grodin? He was the beloved father from the Beethoven movies. Ah. All right, so no, out of the four people we mentioned, this is the only guy that's actually really done more than one thing. <laughs> he, uh... He was in, um... Heaven Can't Wait. He Heaven Can't Wait. I'm sorry? He did Midnight Run. Yes. Um, I love that movie. Heartbreak Kid. Great Muppet Caper. Dave. Clifford. He has a thing for dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on a bunch... You know, and the funny thing is that like, I kind of like... I kind of forgot about him. So I Married an Axe Murderer, he was in Heart and Souls, Beethoven's Second. 
he kind of like he's he's someone like I've known. He's I've one seen of those actors that's in a he's in a movie. You might check it out. Uh, I would not, but okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't really check it out, but okay. Um, but uh, I. Again, but you're right. He's a guy I've seen in a bunch of movies before, but I kind of for, forgot he was he was around. Like I never really looked him up, and I, I watched Beethoven not that long ago, maybe like a year or so ago, uh, with the wife. And um, yeah, I kind of I kind of forgot all about him. Now he, uh, uh, excuse me again, um, he died. He was of uh, bone marrow cancer. He was 86, which which is amazed me. I didn't know he was that old. That means when he did. Beethoven, he was in his 50s. That movie's that old? Oh, 93. Really? Beethoven, wow. yeah, Beethoven was... Oh, no, I'm sorry, it was 92. I was a year off. Also in Taking okay. Care of Business, which is a, a decent movie. With the uh, uh, James Belushi. Oh, all right. Yeah, so he... Uh, I, I mean, let's, Beethoven really was the... <laughs> The end of him. After that, he really didn't do that much. Again, he was in Clifford, the big red dog. As probably a guy who did not want Clifford to come into the house, and at the end of the movie, he accepted him. I guess he got a little typecast. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get out of this graveyard, because we really have nothing to say about these four people. Uh, rest in peace, you guys. Hopefully, uh, heaven has yes. uh, more parts for you up there. Um, now, did you? Uh, did you... you stay away from moving cars? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now let's 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 uh, let's talk about something we can kind of sink our teeth into a little bit. Did you watch any? Of the... Now, there was two Ultimate Warrior documentaries this week. There was the A and E one, and yes. uh, which was the biography that WWE is putting on. And then there's the Dark Side of the Ring one, which is um, I have not watched the Dark Side of the Ring one yet. I heard it's uh, it has been condemned by the Ultimate Warrior's widow, who said she had no part in it. She didn't want to take any part in it, and it was nothing but uh, smut and trash. Which widow? Did he... the, the, well, the, the second, the, se the the recent one, I guess. Uh, Dana, I think her name was Dana Warrior, Dana something. Okay, because I was going to say, because the first wife, I guess if it was his original wife, um, he was in it the entire time. I heard she's in the, she's in the, uh, the Dark Side of the Ring one. She wasn't in much of the A&E one. Now I watched the Ain't One. I didn't watch the Dark Side of the Ring. You didn't watch the Ain't E, and you you said you watched Dark Side of the Ring. I'm like more than halfway done with it. Okay, um, maybe we can kind of like compare here. The, um, the A and E. I'll, I'll I'll talk about the Ain't One. You can talk about the Dark Side one. The Ain't E one, and this is kind of the benefit of having like WWE backing it. Like you get so much footage, and they interview. Vince McMahon, which is a key part to all these documentaries, um, they really kind of showed so much shit. And one of the things they showed, which blew me away, 
So there was a story, it, was, it happened like in 92, Warrior's going through an airport, a little boy comes up to him, wants his autograph, and Ultimate Warrior like snaps on him, yells at him. Really? Apparently this kid's parents had some kind of tie to WWF at the time, I don't know what, they didn't really go into that. So Vince McMahon pretty much forced Ultimate Warrior to videotape an apology for this kid. Hmm. And they showed this. They showed them making this video. And you see Ultimate Warrior, like, doing these lines and messing up. And he's like, "Why? I don't understand why I have to fucking do this. This is bullshit. And you just hear Vince McMahon on the side. He's like, I know. Like, listen, just, just get it over with. And all this. It, it, you really got to see it to believe it. Because I never knew this existed. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, I never heard of this story before, but I mean, apparently it definitely happened. Uh, so if you're going to watch it for that alone, it's worth it. Um, they also showed the letter of, uh, when Warrior kind of held McMahon up for money. He he pretty much said like, uh, he wrote a letter, they showed the letter and he's kind of said like, I'm oh like Hogan makes this much. I sell just as much merchandise as him and I want this amount of money also. And until you give me this payment, I'll just be sitting at home. So, then they show Vince McMahon's letter to him, to Warrior. And this is all before SummerSlam 91. I'm sorry, so this took place all in 91, not 92. Um, and he wrote this letter that was kind of like, Hulk Hogan makes this much money because he's Hulk Hogan. He's reliable. He's not late. He's always in demand. You are a legend in your own mind. And then he fired him. <laughs> um, oh, they showed the rebuttal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I, and I've always heard about it, but I never really saw it. And they, they show it. They read excerpts from it. It's really cool. Um, but all in all, I mean, these... these um. The Roddy Piper one left me really sad at the end, and this one really left me sad at the end, too, because it's almost kind of like... And they showed the... He had this big controversial thing in the uh, University of Connecticut where he just went off on, like, gays and, and uh, African-Americans, and, like, you see, like, the, the college kids yelling back at him. Um, but it's sad because... Oh, really? Yeah, how he, he... His life ended, like, they said he probably... Paul Heyman kind of said this... He said he had all this hate in his heart, and he finally let it go. And when he finally let it go, and was happy, like he passed away. Huh. Yeah, it's it ended really sad. Uh, and I, he wasn't my favorite wrestler, but I was always a, a fan of the Ultimate Warrior. So like, kind of seeing this and they and they they said like you know him winning the championship was like the beginning of the end for him because Hogan had all these people to fight against and Warrior they really didn't have anybody to for him to kind of really go against like he really kind of just like um just kind of uh, what's that word uh I'm having a brain limbo yeah not limbo but like just kind of like sailed kind of drifted he like kind of I, I can't think of the word I'm I'm really out of it tonight he just really just 
didn't have any opponents for him really. And if you look from WrestleMania to Royal Rumble, like he didn't really he fought Rick Rude, but they said like he beat Rick Rude so many times before. It didn't really matter. Coasted. That's what I'm thinking of. He coasted. He just pretty much okay. coasted those six or seven months. And when when he won the the championship, so many people thought he was going to hold the belt for a long time, and he didn't even have it for a year. And they put the title right yeah. back on Hogan. Yeah, pretty much the Dark Side of the Ring one was a complete shit on him, from what I watched. And pretty much what I got up to was the point with the letter. Okay. So I got right up to that point. But, I mean, they kind of made, like, no bones about it because Jim Ross was on it and Jim Cornette was on it. And they pretty A much, Cornette's like, trashed him. They were like... <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> You know, like, he does not have any fucking wrestling ability. He's, you know, like, they, they pretty much, like, beat him up. Well, and Yeah. So they beat him up on it pretty good. And, you know, they, they said as soon as he did win the championship, he kind of, like, went nuts. And I guess his ex, his first ex-wife mm-hmm. um, pretty much, like, confirmed this. Like, he... Uh, he like went off the deep end. Like he be, he stopped being Jim Helwig and he be, just became the Warrior. Yeah, well, and, literally, he changed his know, name. <laughs> yeah, and they said like he, you know, he would almost make a joke out of like all of his interviews because they were just complete rambles of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, they kind of put it up as that. You know, they didn't really touch too much on the steroids, but obviously, I mean, you could just see like. Some of these pictures of him when he was bodybuilding are, like, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, a human should not look that way. No. Well, he, I mean, he's, like, the first person I ever really kind of heard the word steroids be associated with. And if you looked at him in, like, 1990, like, the dude had, like, muscles on top of muscles and veins on top of veins. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, I mean, he was a, a, a just a specimen. He was just a, just... I mean, looking at the guy is like, wow, like, holy shit, this dude, like, he'll rip you apart. Um, well, it's weird, because, like, you'll see pictures, I don't know how much they showed on the one you were watching, but when it came to, like, his bodybuilding stuff, because they showed a lot of it. They yeah, they showed, showed a lot, a lot of it in his, this like, one, too. He did comp- and yeah, he did competitions and shit. He, I mean, he looked big as the warrior, you know, when he was wrestling. Yeah. He's bigger when he was doing the bodybuilding stuff, like, by a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, like... Crazy. Well, because he probably had to do a lot of cardio to get into wrestling, so that that takes away some mu- muscle definition. That's mm-hmm. what I, that's why I would kind of associate it with. Um, but in regards to it, uh, like the Brian Pillman one was really good, um, and I've kind of been a little bit let down the, so far. I mean the. Um, the one guy, the the hardcore death guy. I didn't like. I that mean, one. it was a good story. It was something I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. But you know, it, I I didn't like. I have a funny. I have a funny story. But I went to watch that the day after it aired, <clears throat> and I sat down. I, I got lunch. I'm like, I'm gonna eat it while I'm watching lunch. I'm gonna watch it while I'm eating lunch. I mean, and the part where he got like the glass stuck in his arm and like blood was pouring out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I can't watch this right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating, I'm, I was eating lunch. I'm like, I can't fucking watch this right now. Um, I, I end up watching it later on that night and it, I didn't, I mean, it was a good, like you said, it was a good story. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Um, it didn't grab me. 
Yeah, and what was but not the, knowing it, it didn't grab me. The third episode, though, with the um the collision in Korea, that one, I enjoyed that one a lot, only because I like wrestling wasn't really a part of it. Like it took a back seat to the whole everything that was going on there. Um, it made me really like Scott Norton a lot more. <laughs> yes, uh, and I was I was always a that big. Was- I was always a fan of Scott Norton, but this really, I'm like, I, you know, I really like this guy. Like, and he's like a legit fucking badass. He still looks like he can kick your ass. Oh yeah. yeah. He looks like a guy who'd be at like a biker bar or like, he just got done with a construction site and he's yeah. sitting at the bar drinking like a, like a PBR. Yeah. But yeah, I, see, I, I like the story of it, but to me, I didn't like, I like the idea of it, but that could have literally been any sport. I don't think it made it wrestling being so prominent for the story. Right. right. I wasn't a big fan of that one. Yeah. I, I, I did enjoy you know, that it. Been... I liked, I did like it. It wasn't, I wouldn't put it as one of my be- favorite episodes. I don't know if I'd go back and watch it again. Um, but I, I would, compared to the other one, I think it'd be like middle of the road so far. Whereas, and go ahead. And the one thing I didn't like about it was, and, I don't want to say I didn't like it about the show. I just it, it seemed very weird to me that Hawk was getting his ass kicked by Scorpio. Well, they said that he might have embellished a little bit. Yeah, uh, and they did they did mention that Hawk was on a lot of fucking drugs. <laughs> so even Norton yeah. said it goes if he wasn't on that medication, he would have killed two cold Scorpio, and I I believe that man. Hawk was nuts from what, what I've heard. And he was jacked. I mean, Scorpio oh, yeah. was maybe like a, if you had to put him in there, like a middleweight compared it's to like that. lightweights, middleweights, heavyweights of wrestling. Yeah. But. Yeah. So. Well, listen, I'm going to, uh, we're going to cut this because <laughs> it's getting windy and, and kind of scary out here. You have anything else to say about Ultimate Warrior? No. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm waiting to watch the rest of it. So I, I think next week when we finally both watch both of them, we can we can have a better. Uh... Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good idea. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. We're on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, or whatever. Please hit the subscribe button, and if you haven't, rate us, please. Preferably five yeah, stars. Yes, a five-star rating would be super fantastic. Excellent. It's been three years. We know some of you haven't done it already. Anything like to yeah, add before uh, I, blow, I blow away into the Oz? What was that? It was a little windy. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I said, anything you'd like to add before I blow away to the land of Oz? No. Okay. Just anchor yourself down. I'm, I'm going inside and starting a fire. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> until next week. Again, we apologize for uh, the weather. That was my stupid ass thinking I could do it out here, and I'm dead fucking wrong. Uh, until next time, I am Joe. And that's Tom. I'm Tom. <laughs> and we'll see you next week right here on Bulls in the Rings.